0: To another episode of As the Drum Turns. I'm Laura Smith here with Jeff Hollingshead in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and we have a special guest with us. We have Chris Ross. Chris, how are you doing today? I am doing well. Great, great. How about you introduce yourself uh, to us? Uh, Chris Ross, been with uh, Smur
1: Ready Mix now about 11 years. Uh, the official title, I guess, is Fleet Manager. Uh, kind of yeah. oversee all the all the chassis equipment, and everything that's got wheels on it, we uh, we try to take care of and uh, <clears throat> do some zone our stuff and scheduling and new equipment, that that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah.
2: How many shops do you have, Chris?
1: We're running about sixty-three shops.
2: It's a big, uh, it's a big organization <laughs> in itself. You know, running running sixty-three different locations. For sure. You might have too much on your plate.
0: (laughs) We
1: got some real good, real good guys at our shops. They do, uh, they do, do a good job. We got small shops, big shops, just yeah. I have to throw in there
2: my favorite mechanic, Craig Busey.
1: (laughs) He's a good one. That's my
2: uncle, and I love him. So hopefully, Craig's listening out there on the podcast world.
0: Is that really your uncle? Is he really? It's
2: my uncle, not by blood, (laughs) but he is my uncle. Uh, he yeah. he was there when I was born so okay. uh, <laughs> he's one of the first ones him and Rodney so yeah uh, Craig, Craig's good as gold and I, and I really uh, Craig taught me a lot about concrete taught me how to form uh, so the stuff I know about concrete you know my dad I don't know where he was at I'm just joking <laughs> yeah. who at, but he uh, he was out there with us but but I learned a lot of uh, on the finish side I learned from Rodney as I was a young teenager and and as uh
0: uh, I learned how to form driveways and slabs from Craig. From Uncle Craig. From Uncle Craig. I found a, an and Uncle old- Rodney. I found an old picture of Uncle Craig with a mullet. Uh, just the other great rock mullet for
2: many, many, many years. Yes. And now they're back in style,
0: so I think he should go ahead. We want them. We want the mullet. Bring the mullet. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, yeah. hey, we've got. Um, let me. Let me. I know we've got a lot to talk about, and we're excited about about Chris uh, Jeff. We have a acquisition um, news. If you want to talk about, yeah,
2: it. yeah, we purchased Jones and Stone. Uh, they they are a drilling company. And they've been in business for decades out of Lebanon, Tennessee. So uh, it's definitely it's part of our aggregates group. So Dad and Ryan are, are very keenly involved in that one and getting it going. But we're uh, ex- excited to have Jared, also known as J-Rod. J-Rod. Uh, we're excited to have J-Rod and his team of people there to run Jones and Stone. So it's a, an exciting acquisition. So now we own a company that does the drilling we own a company that does you know caleb runs our explosives group and then obviously we got to the cores themselves so it's very uh very vertically integrated mm-hmm. our whole aggregate business and we continue to grow that side of our business so welcome to all those uh, new employees
0: yes welcome we have a, another exciting uh, announcement so hmc i think we've talked a little bit about this we they've sent in a picture of everyone that's worked on uh, truck one, and uh, it is out on the road, ready to arrive at the DFW anytime now. Excited
2: about it! Excited about it! So that truck is uh, being sent to DFW as we speak, and uh, so and we've got many more getting sent all over the country. Chris is working on that, and Chris had uh, spent a few days there. Tell us about
1: that. I did uh, about a month ago or so. I spent three or four days up there with Steve Howard and. Uh, everything seems to be going good. The morale's good. People seem to be liking what they do and, and uh, start making some trucks.
2: They're coming together good. Uh, you know, The first five we built are brand new because we had the components that we acquired from Phoenix when we bought the company. The next 50 are gonna be gliders. Uh, and really that's just due to the fact that our supply chain is so constrained that we're, we're unable to get the components that we need to build new trucks. And, and that we've seen that across the country
1: yeah, everywhere shops are it's it's hard to get parts everywhere for <coughs> shops so <clears throat> especially you know DEF sensors and after treatment parts has been rough here lately
2: and I think right now we've got what 16 trucks sitting in DFW all over a sensor a DEF sensor right yes yep. they're
1: starting to come back up they, they sent me an email the other day that 6,000 sensors were released so let's should start picking up. I talked to Dennis Hamilton in uh, Chattanooga yesterday. They should have all of his trucks back up by Friday of this week. So I think he had eight or nine down there. Wow, wow. So hopefully we can, you know,
2: supply chains get better. I don't, you know, to be honest with everyone, I don't think they're going to get better next year. I mean, I think next year's just going to be tight all year long. We're going to be hand to mouth, and I think the timing of HMC is is impeccable because of, of supply chain constraints and and now we've got a little bit of leverage in our ability to to get and maintain parts and you know something something else that we're excited to announce too is that we're doing a major factory expansion up there so the factory size right now i don't i can't remember it's probably sixty thousand square feet i think that's sort of like that yeah. i think that's right uh we're doubling the size of it so Amazing. uh and our ability to go from we feel like we're going to be able to get to two trucks a day if we kept the factory the same, but now we feel like we'll be able to get to four trucks per day that we're able to manufacture and get off the line. So a lot in the works, and we're excited about it. It's just going to take some time to get it to get it completed. I guess we also this week I was in Panama City, I got to see Kevin Harrington, uh, him and his group down there. They're all doing a, a good job. Got some uh, it rained a lot the, these last two days that I was there with them, but got to get around to the plants get to see everybody and uh, certainly appreciate what those guys are doing they're very busy each and every day uh you know cody patrick those guys do great the brothers over at uh, panama city beach got to meet those guys are they're, they're doing phenomenal and and also wanted to shout out shout out at wayne potter he is 71 years old this guy is pretty amazing he's got the cleanest truck in the fleet He hauls more concrete than anybody there, works more hours than anybody there, and he's happy as he does it. So Mm -hmm. I I can't really say enough that uh, how how appreciative we are to have him on the team. Uh, He does a phenomenal job, seventy-one years old, and is just out kicking butt. So Mm -hmm. uh, if he can do it and haul more, haul as many loads as Mm -hmm. they're hauling, they're they're busy down in PCB. If they're that busy and he can keep a clean truck and he can work, you know, seventy hours a week. And, and never complain and have a, a great attitude. I think there's a lot of young guys that can do it too. So, uh, uh, you know, if, if you have any questions, maybe maybe Wayne can do a seminar on how yeah. to be a good trucker. Yeah. Or something. But maybe
0: Wayne should be our uh, speaker for our leadership conference. I
2: think here. he can do it. <laughs> uh, he loves to laugh. So, no, but he's a very good, interesting guy and excited about what we're doing there. We're getting ready to add another concrete plant. We put one additional plant up at the city. Uh, Panama City, and we're going to we're looking to put another plant up at the Panama City Beach plant. Uh, we're working on getting Lillian open, and and Gulf Shores we got a new plant coming. So that Gulf Coast region is is growing, and we continue to continue to grow down there. And uh, under Kevin's leadership, so I'm excited excited about what the future holds.
0: Awesome, awesome. Uh, Any time that you would like to take this podcast on the road to uh, you know that panhandle area, just, <laughs> just know I'm always up for it. Yeah, yeah. I bet. Chris, Chris well, probably wouldn't mind coming along. Yeah, so yeah. Well, 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 Chris and I have spent
2: a lot of time on the road together. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. Chris rubs my back in the hotel. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> King bed with a hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just joking. Just joking. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, we uh, some things that Chris and I we want to bring up, you know, some fleet mate, Zonar, I'll hand over to you, why don't you speak a little bit to those things? Um
1: uh, you know, fleet mate is, is is not only important to to you for your trucks and your information, but, but for a lot of other people too. Me and uh, Lisa Key, the the, the tag lady need to get in there and and, and see, you know, you know what's running what's out of service and um, where it's at and stuff like that so you know a lot of a lot of that stuff we need to need to focus on a little more and, and get that get that information in there. there's a, a lot of good information that 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 software can can do to to help a lot of other people uh, other than just the immediate user
2: and I'll, I'll add a little color there so last week <clears throat> Chris and I and Lisa <clears throat> You know, we we spent countless hours, uh, an entire week, I didn't get home till 9, 10, 11 o'clock. Beth Smotherman didn't get home until 11 o'clock every night. We're in the middle of a, you know, gathering some information for for, uh, the Department of Transportation. So we couldn't easily get our hands on that information. So we had to go find it, put it from different spreadsheets all over the company, put it all together. I mean, it took hours and hours and hours. And it's just a broken system that we gotta fix. And so you guys out there from those sixty plus shops, we've gotta have your help. And if we do it bite, you know, a bite at a time, it's easy. And we can go in there and pull a report. It would take minutes to to do what we needed to do as a, as opposed to a week. And so that's just a broken system that we uh, are gonna work in, and we're we have to hold people accountable in Fleet Bank to make sure that information's accurate. And then on the flip side of that is you know, Lisa, she doesn't know if a truck's out of service. You know, some trucks are 2010 model trucks or 11 or 12 model trucks that we wouldn't dare run in some markets, but in other markets, we're running them every day. And and so she doesn't know what's out of service, what's in service. We have to start to pin on the information you're putting in Fleetmate so we know not to tag that truck. A tag on a truck is $1,400. So how many trucks are we tagging every year that's just sitting on the boneyard? And we wasted, I would venture to say, we're wasting $100,000 a year easily on tagged trucks that shouldn't have been tagged. And so those are all things that we can we can get better on. You know, and goes a long way towards that.
1: I'm working on a uh, another department. Everybody's got their department that they put their trucks in. Uh, I'm working on a, an out-of-service department that everybody will be able to see that will eventually move all of our trucks to that department. That way... <clears throat> If Lisa has, or anybody has a question on whether the truck's out of service, they'll be able to pull that department up and, and see see if that truck's there or not. Yeah, good. And
2: and so we're, we're Chris and I and, and Mike and Ted, we're going to sit down and try to get Fleetmate running better, too. I know we've been having some errors, slow. and so it's very slow. So either we're going to get that fixed and running properly, or we're going to switch systems. But that's going to become a way of life for us uh, over the next many, over the next, not many weeks, just a few weeks it's going to become a way of life and we've got to get it we got to get it going and get it fixed same way with the zonar tablets.
1: same thing uh you know zonar is uh is is dot law that your pre-trip you know needs to be done every morning uh a lot of guys aren't doing them a lot of guys don't understand them uh we just need to uh make sure that the the operator understands it and um uh, uh, knows how to do his pre trip in the morning, you know, if he has any questions, you know everybody's. You know, I'm happy to take anybody's call to to help them out with it. Uh, yeah. But it's it's going to be essential, you know, when the when the electronic tickets comes out, you're going to have to know how to use your zonar tablet.
2: Well, <clears throat> and I think the 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 biggest key point that you just alluded to, it's the law. It's not like we're saying, hey. You know, guys, we want you to do this because it's something Smart some remix is doing. It's the law. We have to do it. If we don't have that information and we get an audit, then we get fined for that. And and not only that, you run the risk of losing your DOT number if you're just an habitual offender. So if they pull ten people that didn't do a pre-trip, it, it really puts a black eye on us as a company. So we, we have to make sure that we follow the law and do the pre-trip on the tablet. If for some reason your truck does not have a tablet, you do a paper pre trip. You turn it in every day. I mean, it's just that simple. This isn't, you know, it's not complicated. It take a long time. Use the Zonar. Everyone needs to get acclimated with the Zonar, and 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 Chris just spoke about it too. We we will go to digital tickets. It's not if, when, where. We are going to digital tickets. They actually just went live uh, this week for one of our customers in Middle Tennessee, Dr. Horton. Because they're you know they want digital tickets across the com- the, the company Okada are, are not supported anymore, and mm-hmm. there's no reason we've got the technology in the truck. There's no reason why we can't go digital. That's the route we're going to go. And if you can buy a car online, okay, literally, <laughs> I can buy a car online. I, I go to Amazon, the world of Amazon. I, I can buy anything. Yep. I just discovered Amazon like six months ago, <laughs> and it's really changed my life. I just think it, and I get it. And sometimes it's like four dollars, but it's just amazing that it's coming to my door uh-huh. in like 24 hours. It's just amazing. If I can do that, I can't use a digital ticket in a concrete truck. It's like, man, we. I think we can do this. I think we can do this. we've got the technology to do it. Uh, we've, we've got everything, the infrastructure to do it. And so uh, let's let's make it happen. And that's that's where we're headed. And we're going to need everybody. You know, I, I preach this all the time. rolling the boat the same direction. We've all got to get in there together. Use FleetMate, use Zonar, follow the law uh, to make sure we're doing things the appropriate way, and then getting super activated with Zonar to use it in our everyday life. You know, as our tablet to, for digital tickets.
1: Yeah, just just another thing. You know, every time a truck comes in the shop for a service or re- or repair, you know, you know, our shop guys should be checking those Zonars to make sure they are working correctly. And, and that way we won't have near the issues with them and, and i got a lot, a lot of good guys in these shops. you know a lot of good guys a lot of
2: great mechanic a lot of great mechanics and they keep our fleet running and they sure. do a phenomenal job even with the challenges that we're facing uh you know with supply chains and you know they're they're just getting there getting them, getting them going getting them back on the yard and out and out the fleet And so we, we appreciate all these guys they do a phenomenal job no question we just need to Get organized in the way that we do it a little bit better, and I think we're, we're doing that, it's, it's getting there. Uh, the other thing I, I wanted to just briefly touch on too is our preventive maintenance, you know, our PMs making sure they're getting done every 500 hours, uh, right? Chris?
1: Correct, yes, yeah, 500 hours, 15,000 miles, and Fleetmate, you know, keeps up with that for you if you, uh. Yeah, you can put a, a reminder in there, and it'll give you a, an estimate time of when that truck should be due service. Uh, so, I mean, if anybody needs help with that, you know, uh, call me. Well, we'll help you get set up on that. And I've seen some trucks, newer trucks, that have gotten way past
2: service, and it just can't happen. You know, we we have to make sure the trucks, all trucks, not new, just new old Middle age, doesn't matter what age the truck is, they have to be serviced. Yeah. And if you service the truck, you get in there and you, you find other things, you can fix it before it's broken and it interrupts our day. So so please make sure that we're not, I, and I get it, it's difficult sometimes when when the house is on fire, you don't want to go cut the grass. Yeah, and and so especially
1: don't want to turn loose them trucks.
2: Yeah, and, and a lot of operators, that's exactly. Our operators don't want to get out of their trucks. That's right. And so, guys, it's to your benefit. I know it's suffering a day or two driving some other trucks and I chores and a spare is normally not as good as the truck you're in. I get it. But if you don't take care of your piece of equipment, then your truck's not gonna be any better than that spare in, in a year or two. You're not, you know. And you're gonna have really some, some major failure and your truck's gonna be in the shop for a month.
1: Yeah, so I'm saying give it to me for one day or you can give it to me for three or four. Yeah. You know, you know, I just Yeah. Actually, just exactly. Once a month. I need it I need it. One day a month is is the average. Yeah. On it. Yeah.
2: So let's get in there, make sure they're getting serviced up. And, you know, me personally, like my car that I drive, I think I'm probably the only Holland headless like this, but the car that I drive, you know, I'm not going to drive it with something broke. You know, I want it, I want it fixed. I, I want it serviced. Uh, you know, it's going to last forever. My car's got, you know, 100,000 miles on it. It's just getting broke in. <laughs> everyone knows our light vehicle model you got to run into to three hundred thousand, so i want to make sure that we get there so uh, <laughs> uh but but anyways i mean just let's take care of the equipment let's keep it let's keep it clean let's keep it nice and and keep it service. sure so well chris we appreciate having you today brother enjoyed it
0: that's All right. right thanks for everybody for joining us and we'll talk to you next week